Similar to how Lada got started, Dacia, a small little company from Romania, did the same thing. They utilized another company's product to help build their country, their own product. Dacia, to this day, owes its thanks to the utilization of Renault products, even though today they are part of the Renault group. Dacia is a little company with a lot to show us and a lot going for it. Its future is bright and with a new logo, Dacia is set on a future role with the Renault Group. But its past is littered with problems. And that is what we're going to talk about today on the Autolux Podcast. Autolux.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. himself, coming to you from our host site, podbeam.com, and our main website, www.autolux.net. Check it out for all pictures associated with this podcast while you listen. Look at what we are talking about on autolux.net. And while there, stop by and check out our corporate websites from big or small. We have them all, car companies from around the world on Autolux. Today we're taking a look back at a little automaker from Romania, Dacia. Dacia owes its name to the historic region that constitutes modern-day Romania. Yes, Dacia. Dacia has been there since 1966 under the name Usina de Autoturiste Pitastiae, or, or UAP. Yeah. Sorry for any Romanians, I got that wrong. I'm, I'm trying. They had a cooperation between the Romanian state and Renault. Romanian state wanted to build their own vehicles. They wanted to bring automotive production to their country. They wanted to provide their people with vehicles it was hard to get other car companies to set up back then because there were so many different variations between all european states and countries not like it is today back then the romanian state similar to how the czech republic got skoda in or lada got started in russia they did a tie-up with renault originally they planned to use the tooling from the renault 12 mid-size car to create a more modern car for romanian needs but unfortunately due to time constraints they only received the tooling for the renault 8 under license when they opened. That first known car was the Dacia 1100. Yes, Dacia was off to a rocky start. They wanted one product to suit many more needs, considering the fact a mid-sized car might have been able to help them gain more traction in an environment with their more middle-class people. But the Dacia 1100 was more appealing to entry-level buyers. So it may have been a fault on the part of not getting the tooling, but over a four-year lifespan with 37,000 of these cars were built in the small nation of Romania. Had the 1100S twin headlamp and more powerful engine was set up for racing and police use. They wanted to make sure that the police had products that you can go after standard use vehicles. Well, unless you're hopping up your 1100, you had to compete with the police. Known in August 23rd, 1969, Dacia finally, finally, after three years, was granted use of the Renault 12 tooling. And soon came the Dacia 1300, a more modern looking vehicle. You gotta remember the original 1100 looked more like a car you would see from the early 50s well essentially just the 50s and this is 1966 well they produced in 1968 so a year later after production began they finally received rights to Renault 12 they wanted a car from the new age they wanted a car to look like it's from the 70s not from the 50s they wanted their production to be ahead of the game not behind it they finally received this and with improved quality and more updated design Dacia was moving forward they had many variations of this product as it had a standard sedan a luxury model 
a Superlux, a State, a State Cargo, Ambulance, and other famous Dacia 1302 truck. We all remember the 1302s. Who's the original truck? Dacia had it. They had the product range. They had the 1100 getting people into the brand, and then they had you wanting to get into the 1300. The 1300 brand pushed you, and Dacia was moving. It was moving forward in a country that was stabilizing. It was moving forward because more people were able to buy vehicles. They wanted to get into vehicles, and Dacia saw that. That's why the government pushed them to do it. During the 80s, Dacia started to change slightly. Updating the designs for a more modern appeal, Dacia brought out their first SUV with the arrival of the ARO-derived Dacia Duster. Yes, the original Dusters. And during the 80s, a few other great ideas came forth which helped Dacia expand. Dacia Duster was just the start of something more. And yes, if you're wondering, that's where the original Duster got its name from because it's bringing back something that Dacia wanted to do. But again, it was derived from another company. The 1310 Coupe and Maxi Brake are the two models which helped Dacia expand the most. The Maxi Brake is one of the most sought after Dacia models as it was built in very limited numbers. But unfortunately, by 1982, they saw the loss of the 1302 truck. But with the introduction of the 1304 truck, Dacia still managed to keep their truck appeal in the marketplace. Gotta remember, they were after people in their country. They wanted people in their country to buy their products. Without their small little CUT truck, the 1304, they would have trouble. They needed to give something to the farmers. The 1304 was actually built until 2006. Pretty long time for a tiny little truck. Now, it did have design updates, which helped it pass through its time. Eventually, it led to the creation of the 1304 double cab pickup four-door which allows you to take more people like your family with you in your truck 1989 saw the cease cooperation with renault and dacia as renault was pulling out due to the effects of the romanian revolution which happened in 1982 which its communist party was overthrown and dictator nikolai siasian siasiu was executed for his crimes towards his people country and the romanian economy had he not punished his own country for those crimes. Dacia may have grown a lot more. Instead of only having two models with a third limited model, the Dacia Duster, Dacia could have expanded. It could have been bigger. It could have gained more traction and possibly moved outside of Romania earlier. But unfortunately, it wasn't until the 1989 Romanian Revolution that Dacia was finally free. And in 1991, they saw the introduction of the 1325 Libertà, which is Liberty in Romania. The name was used after the revolution of Romania in 1989 to promote liberty and amongst the people. Dacia wanted to unite the people of Romania. The Liberté was the car that they wanted to do it with. But now being free with having no help from Renault and having to do it on their own, they had to look back at all of the information that they had developed over the years, all of the tooling, all the R&D. They now had to do it themselves. But with the ruling Communist Party out, Dacia was able to grow and able to create new products. The 1325 Liberta was one of the first. And in 1995, Dacia moved away from number names and moved into the Dacia Nova as the first 100% Dacia designed vehicle. Number one, the Nova was a saloon, sedan, and hatchback. And the hatchback 
Trek even inspired the Nova GT, moving Romania into the aftermarket industry of the 90s with little sport hatchbacks. Quality issues at the beginning make for a rough time finding them as reliability and rust poofing became a big issue for the Nova. Yes, it was their first design, but you gotta remember they had to do it all on their own. So with a limited R&D budget and a limited budget to make the thing proper, Dacia and its Nova fell behind. First editions aren't hard to find because most of them rotted out and broke down. People just left them. Today, they are a prize collector item that's trying to find an original one. By 1996, these issues have been resolved. And today, you'll find many 1996 and up Dacia Novas on the road. But the 95s will be a hard. By 1998, marked the 30th anniversary of production and the 2 millionth vehicle from the plant. This also marked the last year for the restyled 13. 1910. Again, in 98, Dacia was moving up. It was also the year that Dacia obtained their ISO certification and became ISO 9001 quality certified, which meant their products were now under strict regulations from ISO to meet quality control, thus improving the quality of Dacia products, making it so that people can now trust them more as they're moving production up. But this caught the eye somebody else who in 1989 Renault had jumped ship from them 10 years later on July 2nd 1999 Renault moved back they moved back in to obtain a majority shareholder of Dacia so instead of being partners in crime Renault is now the majority shareholder of Dacia and is now running the group this added to the Renault group stable though Renault embarked on a massive investment program aimed to bring Dacia up to modernization and production flow of the rest of the Renault brand this was great news for Renault Yes, Romania had lost their main automotive corporation. It was still there producing cars within their nation, but it was not Romanian owned anymore. It was now owned by France. So they lost an icon, but this icon was now getting major investment to make it better. Renault knew that the Romania is a country with harsh climate and poor road conditions. So they had to build quality vehicles and not everybody can afford the same products that Renault was producing in countries like France, Germany, and Great Britain. They needed cheaper products for harsher conditions. This was used in the engineering of their brand new products from Renault. It was made to meet these conditions. This also led to Dacia being used as a hub for automobile development for Central and Eastern Europe for the Renault Group. Renault now leads in Romania with Dacia production and R&D for those areas. They're specific towards Central and Eastern Europeans. So now they can look at the under-industrialized areas of Europe and plan and design for them. And by 2004, they saw the introduction of the Dacia Logan family, along with a brand new face for Dacia. But unfortunately, by July 21st, 2004, we saw the end for the 1300 brand. And on December 8th of that same year was the end of the last Dacia pickup. Dacia was out, but unfortunately, it wouldn't be back. Partly due to Renault, Dacia would be out of the truck ring. And with people still demanding a truck, they had to go elsewhere. But when it came to cars, the Romanians loved the Logan. And over its life, it had seen a 43% stake in Dacia's Romanian auto automotive sales. 43% of the market they owned. 2009 saw the release of the famous Dacia Duster in Geneva. The Dacia Duster and Logan are now the main faces of Dacia along with the Docker, the Logi, and the Sendero. But the Duster is the main product. Sold elsewhere in the world as the Renault Duster. Dacia is not a name that everybody knows of, but Renault is bigger. Renault is more known of in places like Brazil and Africa and the Middle East. So Renault rebadges Dacia products. But the same can't be said for what Renault does to Dacia. 
Dacia doesn't have a truck anymore, but Renault does. In Brazil, in 2013, they released the Dacia Oruch concept, which everybody thought was great, and they thought Dacia would get a truck back. Hold on there for a sec. Renault owns them. Renault wanted a truck for the Brazilian marketplace, and Dacia is not a name that's known there. So, utilizing a stretch duster platform, the Renault Duster Oroch CUT went on sale, but only as a Renault product. In its home country, it never appeared. Being built in Brazil, the Oroch never became a product of Dacia Romania, which is unfortunate because to this day, they still do not have a truck. But as the Duster and Logans expand, a new factory opened in Morocco to help meet the demand for the Dacia Duster and Logan model. In 2012, they saw exponential growth. Their designs were changing. They were ahead of where a lot of the other Renault brand groups were. Their products were better looking than things from Nissan. And Nissan also borrows products from them. Nissan has their own version of the Duster as well. So, little poor Dacia is getting stuck. They're getting left in the market. They're getting left behind. They're being utilized to bring up both Renault and Nissan. Whereas products that they also have, like the Logi and Docker, are also being sold as Renaults. Dacia is losing its image. But 2021, Dacia finally made a stand. Renault decided to separate itself out, give each division their own growth. They wanted to grow themselves. Instead of utilizing Dacia for small car markets where they needed inefficient products to sell at a low cost, they're now allowing Dacia to spread their wings. And with a logo change and a brand new concept for the Dacia Duster, Dacia seems to be on its way for the future as the new Duster platform will be set up for a truck alternative. But why would Renault give them their own wings? They want Renault products, right? Wrong. Dacia is one of the best performing brands in the Renault group. Even for being a small brand who started out in 1966 in Romania, Dacia has grown. Focusing on entry-level products has allowed them to become bigger and better than a lot of the Renault products. And Renault and Nissan utilizing their products for sale in countries where Dacia name is not present grows their initial sales. Even though it's a Renault Logan being sold, Dacia is still building it. And the design direction of the brand new Duster is showing that Dacia wants a face of its own. They want to stand out from the crowd, whereas Nissan and Renault have finally broken apart and have their own different designs from each other. Dacia is branching out as well, and so is Lada. The Renault-Nissan-Mitsubishi tie-up is now changing, and Dacia, being owned by just the Renault portion, is branching out on its own. Renault is allowing them to spread their wings as they always wanted to. After seeing the success of the Skoda brand within Volkswagen, Renault wants to copy that with Dacia. But will Renault let them spread their wings as far as Skoda has gone? Or will they keep them? A small automotive production. Only time will tell. Whereas our world changes towards alternative fuels, Dacia may still have a place within that world. And with a new logo and a new face, they may be the division of the Renault-Nissan alliance to spearhead that movement into the future. So in the end... Dacia has had some ups and downs. With the fall of its Communist Party, the fight to get the tooling for their initial product offering, and the loss of capital from Renault has made them into the company you see today. Their products may not have been the best looking in the early years, from the 60s all the way up until the late 90s. They were bland, they were boring, but Dacia always saw a way to try and enhance their product offering. And once Renault injected some more money into the company, they really got to let loose and show what 
Romania can build for the world. Let's just hope that Dacia is around to celebrate their 100th anniversary. So for myself, Mr. Everett J, and the Autolux.net podcast, if you have liked this podcast, please like, share, or comment either on many of our social feeds or in the blog comments below on whatever podcast host site you're listening to this through or over on our website www.autolux.net podcast tab you can fill out your own comments about this podcast and tell us what you think about it and what changes we should make tell us your experiences with dacia and tell us why you think they might be around just hit us up on the autolux.net podcast tab and let us know and while there stop by and check out a corporate links website with links to all of car companies from around the world big or small we have them all Looks.net. And be sure to stop by our new car rating sites to see how well some of the new products are doing and where people stand against the competition. And at the end of the year, by January, we will have the final numbers for the year and ratings to see who is the ultimate winner of that coveted Autolux A Plus Award of Design Excellence. So for myself, Autolux, and the whole team, strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride Dacia is taking us on. Thank you.